Hi, welcome to back. season two of Double Primo. We're back. We're, We're back for another season. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, man. We're watching in computio. In com- how do we say it? In computio. In com in computo. In computio. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't We're know. We're watching Italian. it. In It's unfinished. Call Tony um, Soprano. He'll know. Yeah, we got the Many Saints of Newark coming out. Gabagoo. Exactly. This is all in line. Van is Van's gonna do a a cut. Was it a a collaboration with the Sopranos with David Chase? That'd be sick. Maybe for the uh, the uh, the prequel. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. Cool, man. Ooh. All right, gents. Christian's, Christian's back. back. We've been doing it he decided. Him. Heck yeah. We, we went through contract negotiations. We got him back for another <laughs> yeah. season. He, he has finally a, met my list of demands. Yep. I need a warm. Pot. What's on this list again? A warm pot of ravioli. I can <laughs> soak my feet in every episode. <laughs> yeah. Followed we, by. Uh, we have to wear like a, a the, small the, herd of chihuahuas to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Welcome back. How's your trip? It was long. Ten days in a in a car, uh, one blown cl- clutch in Arizona. A day Ugh. spent on the side of the highway in ninety seven degree weather. Ugh. Three Ugh. canceled tow trucks. Oh, uh, it was on your part or theirs? Th- uh, well, my oh. buddy. It was through his insurance. He kept trying to get a tow truck, and there's no intermediary. One if like because the the insurance company calls the tow company, and the tow company has the option of not accepting the call oh yeah and it was like the weekend after um memorial day or veteran whatever the the end of summer one is labor labor day labor Labor day yeah but uh so there's no intermediary to tell you hey they didn't accept it or in like because you know the the way that companies are all fractured off it's just some call center they put in the order and there's if if they don't accept it there's no one to call you so and we had no service and we didn't know that that happened, so we waited for the first one for like three hours. Then figured, oh then cl- I just God. called the tow company. But anyway, <clears throat> three hours yeah. in the desert. Yeah, it was ninety-seven degrees on an Arizona highway. We got our camp chairs out and just finished our beers, whatever beer we had left in the cooler. <laughs> literally, in the uh, just the ditch on the side of the highway. Um, did it? Did it ever get to feeling kind of hairy? Oh, dude. It was so fucked Um, because like what blew the clutch was my buddy wanted to go to this hot spring. Never mind the fact that it's approaching 100 degrees and he wants to go to a hot spring. What, dude? You're already there. Might as well go. It's only like 20 more degrees. Fuck it. But it it was like, (laughs) all right, like when we looked it up and I was like, it's like 38 miles off road, man. Like. And we don't know how off-road they mean, because I've gotten into some hairy shit off-roading, mm-hmm. and like it gets fucked. And he's like, "It'll probably be fine. Like I got a truck, whatever." But his is a standard shift, and yeah, we just got in way over our head. Long story short, we didn't make it to the uh, we didn't make it to the hot spring, and uh, the next day after 38 miles off-roading each way, we. Um, just had this <laughs> we heard this started smelling this uh burning thing what? and then the car quit going into gear oh. so he pulled over to wait it out and then uh yeah so that was that three days in prescott arizona hanging out waiting for the clutch to get replaced and uh and driving through the fucking hills have eggs country of texas <laughs> it was it was just like the first five days were just kind of rough because like my my boss recommended this spot in texas she's like yeah i used to camp here when we were kids but like we're just fucking spoiled in california where we don't even consider the weather because we mm-hmm. we pulled up to it was a, some state park in texas i forget what it's called but uh but yeah we we pulled up and we got we're paying for a campsite and the the lady was just no nonsense she's like okay you're camping in a tent well, here's the reality. It's going to be 106 degrees today. Where you're camping down in the canyon, it's going to be 120. It oh, can right. get up to 120. Uh, it'll stay in the hundreds at night. And we're just like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We're here. We're, we already... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. But lo- yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was like in the 70s at night. So what? We, we stayed out of the shade. Or stayed in the shade. And we were, we were fine. Oh, okay. And then uh, we skated in Austin. No complies. Great shop. Uh, yeah. The house park's right there. My body felt like it was giving up 
uh, as we were in the humidity. After what day is this? That was day s- four or five. We made it to Austin, and that's like just that amount of time sitting down in the car. And, and at this age, I'm just like, my body can't fucking handle this anymore. But <clears throat> I'm bouncing back. I'm getting there. I skated when I was home in Pittsburgh with some buddies. Got a street clip. What? Got some spots. Where's the clip the at? Oh, he's holding on to it. Is he gonna put it I out? Gotta, in the I gotta pay for it. Next sabotage <laughs> video. No, that's Pit. That's Philly. I don't know them. I don't know. I've never made it to Philly. Whoa. Everywhere around there, we just never had friends that lived there, so we never made it. And because when you're in high school and college, the thought of even getting a hotel is so foreign, or it yeah. was for us. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was cool. Glad to be back. Back in the bubble. The bubble. Yeah, is. We felt very targeted, not targeted, but like we felt very foreign in a lot of like, especially in Texas. Really? Cause, yeah. Because we, we, after our harrowing adventure in the 120 degree Canyon Park, we got breakfast at the first place we found. Everyone in there knew each other. Uh, like every time somebody else walked in, they all like, uh, you know, caught up with each other. They all chanted their name. Yeah. And were and like, like cheering (laughs) yeah basically but like just sitting there we could just feel the eyes on us the entire time because like i have my like tattoos showing we're unshowered we're wearing you know skate shoes and shit it was uh it was wild you forget about it because you're because you're in the bubble and you're nice and safe here but there's uh some scary parts of this country texas is like that i had a very similar experience we actually got told to get out but you probably ex- there's probably a little bit of that out here i would yeah, imagine probably even like, just from like up north a little bit yeah you go to bakersfield <laughs> you or go to huntington Honey- <laughs> yeah that's true that is true yeah <sighs> just stay in your bubbles don't challenge yourself just stay mm-hmm. in your comfort zone they say life begins outside it i beg to differ life is just fine in your comfort zone life's on my phone but enough about me. How have you guys no, been? No, no, no. I want to ask you about radio. Tell us about Radio Skate Shop. Oh, it's my it's my friend's new skate shop in Pittsburgh. They're uh, yeah. they're building up, but it's it's uh, Nick from uh, Scumco Skateboards. Nice. Simco and Sons. Uh, I e want some of their boards. Danger mm-hmm. Scumco. Yeah. Yeah. I I've been trying know. to get some for a minute now. You could order it from Radio. Radio. Here we go. But yeah, it's a cute little shop in Bloomfield. Do they have um, a skate park or anything attached? Or? No, just a, it's a little it's pretty like small and shop. But it's a brick and mortar. Cool. Um, Nick's pretty crafty, so it's pretty well curated and nice. good selection. Yeah, I like. I mean, just how they have their shoes displayed. They kind of did like the shoe on the wire type thing, so they tie the laces together and just have them hanging up. Uh, I see. okay, that's cool. Yeah, cool aesthetic. It's cool. One up still there too. That's Dude. Greg, my homie from a long time. So. They have board shops or mm. shop boards? Radio's got shop boards for sure. I don't think 1UP does, but I could be wrong. This is exciting stuff. You guys Have you guys seen anything on Instagram about the video? What? It's called The Video. No. It's a massive edit of um, all kinds of pros, former and current, uh, skating just curbs, like a lot of slappy stuff. Whoa. Yeah, Ronnie Krieger, I think, is either featured or has a few tricks in it. But what I'm loving is the marketing that they're doing for it on their Instagram. They'll show a clip of someone who's in it. And then under the clip and the writing, it, it goes into detail about their uh, board setups. And I've been seeing a lot of like shop boards and whatnot. It makes me want to buy a shop board. Oh, we're bringing that one one. back. That was like the first, first big hit when, uh, like the industry was so pissed off because shops were making their own boards. Mm Mm-hmm. And that I, was, I remember active boards being a hot commodity at one yeah, point in my skating like board companies were just so like pissed off and like, you know, and like, never mind how many times like skate companies fuck over skate shops, but like selling direct from their website and you know, whatever else like, but maybe that's their way of getting back. I don't know, <clears throat> but it that was a, that was a hot button issue for a hot minute. Well, I think about that with the way shoes are being sold now. On all the major retail vans, New Balance, Nike, Adidas, you have payment plan options. Oh, yeah. It's further, like, what payment plan are you going to get with the skate shop? <laughs> you know? They can't put that up. No, if you live in a, if you live in a California, it's like you almost skate. 
I can't even imagine what it's like to have to stock for a skate shop. What sells? I'd like to know. I'd like to know a lot. I guess FA. Right, but oh, I'm saying yeah. just as far as product goes, like hard goods, soft goods, like what what's the balance? What's the ratio? Oh, right. You know? Yeah. Enough to make the money. magic ratio. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's always whatever you have. Somebody wants what you, what you don't. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't carry these people. And it's like, we only got so much fucking wall space, man. Like, just like, how is this going to make or break you if you don't get the right, like, mm-hmm. pair of shoes this this month? Like, you're going to burn through them. Just get them next time. Well, what if that colorway is not available? Who fucking cares? Grow up. <laughs> just skate. <laughs> I've done that. I've gotten. We all have. Well, like, no, I've gotten. No, I'm saying I've, I've, I've gotten shoes in a model. But definitely not in the colorway I wanted. Uh, it fucks with you. It it fucks with you. Yeah, it definitely does. But you also there is a, I mean, I don't know if ethics is too hard, or a too strong of a word to put on it. But I I was literally thinking today because I went to a skate shop today, and Where'd I was you go? I went to Long Beach Skate. Hey, shout out LB Skate. Yeah, right great. up the street. Whoever fucking painted necklaces on the pigeons there oh. also. Burn in hell, you fucking <laughs> idiot. I don't, yeah, there seems to be a little animosity. Something about surfing on there. I didn't, I agree. I've been looking at that every time I, I pass a beautiful it. Todd Francis uh, mural on there. Yeah. And fucking idiot. Oh, uh, Sergio is uh, grimacing in, in disagreement. I don't really like it. I love oh, it. Oh, you don't like the mural? Yeah. I don't like it in like anything. I like Todd Francis as an artist. I'm a big fan of his work, but this mural in particular, it just doesn't do it for me. I think... What about it? Yeah, what about it? I don't know. The pigeons this is great. like... Art corner. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeons just being like exposed and bloody. And I don't know. Like it's just... Why? It's sad. Why? It is pretty... Is it just it not is the pretty time? gruesome, it's actually. It's pretty... Like... Yeah. Pigeons yeah. are street urchins. They're like... They're beat up. Right. They're beat up creatures. That's Ooh. the whole reason like... But they're like cartoon style, you know, like they can be fine. Mm. Okay. This is just my critique, you know? That is your critique. Yeah. I, you know, I will say that if I personally was charged with putting the okay on what mural would go on there and if that was submitted, I mean, well, who knows how this whole thing even works. And like, if I would have just said yes to Todd Francis out of respect. And that's just what he wanted to do. Exactly. But if I had the option, I would have maybe passed on that (laughs) but i was also thinking how sick would have been to have just been like one pigeon on the wall one big like because they are huge yeah it's an entire yeah like edifice it's fucking (laughs) sick i I forget what was there before nothing Mm. it was just a blank wall wall. i mean that does kind of really make long beach skate stand out fuck yeah that's a that's a pretty honorable thing to have I love it. Every time I yeah. drive by it, I'm like, this is awesome. This is on my street. This is mm-hmm. this is cool. I got Todd Francis art mural on my street. The skate like not let that, alone that I have a skate shop two blocks away. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good pretty one. Gnarly. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Love well, you boys. Yeah. Speaking on like you talked about people always wanting what they don't have. I went in there and of course the one thing I it just needed some bones bushings didn't oh, have yeah. them. Apparently well, that they're hard out. to get right now, I think. Oh, I've heard that before actually. It's still it's still pandemic kind of Actually, he was saying that he uh at, from radio, he's like we've been trying to get them like I that's one of the things like he has to order them for himself mm-hmm. just like through another distributor or right. online store or something. Yeah, insoles are tough to come by. I've been trying to buy the same FP insoles. Nothing, nowhere. Not even on their sites half the time. Mm. I'm just kidding. I didn't really look into that. That would be a complete <laughs> lie. Well, there is a supply chain breakdown that I don't know if we're getting... If I don't know how big it is. I have no in, intel on this. I know like shipping's been fucked, like industry all over, like the slowed down production, like because, uh, you know, COVID fucked like warehouses and uh you know manu like what do you call them um god damn what a brain fart what the place where things are made factories factories <laughs> manufacturers fact- factories yeah. have been shut down like covid has like wiped out entire like workforces like for like you know pretty much every time somebody night. gets it you got to shut down for a few days and make sure it's all right so mm-hmm. like like that's why long beach is just flooded with all these uh freight boats or whatever you call the containers them, with yeah. just like mountains of shipping containers just waiting to get processed at the, at the uh 
in it, San Pedro. It's pretty wild going to the bluff and remembering being able to just like see water. Yeah. And it's like high you traffic. You can't anymore. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's littered with <laughs> like shipping, uh, like freight. Just our stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's all crap. just crap from China. <laughs> that's gonna. It's all. Everything's in an individual plastic bag. Uh, it's inside like, like three boxes. Yeah. It's like living in a Todd Francis <laughs> drawn world in real life. Yeah, pretty much. Let's put a button on your trip. You guys didn't want to say anything else? Are you? Do, do you have, what, what's your, like your freshest perspective on living in Long Beach, doing what you do now after, do, after that traveling? Um, just how like great it is here and convenient everything is, especially if you're a skateboarder. It's like I could skate to three different parks if I wanted to. I could skate to three different shops if I wanted to. Uh, the weather is so nice. The, mm-hmm. We get the ocean breeze. It fucking barely ever rains. We have street spots. We got fuck around spots. We got, cur- we got, it's so nice. Like it, that ain't, I don't have to f- get in a car if I don't want to. It's, it's great. Cause like, I mean, you can push around the city in Pittsburgh, but it's going to be <laughs> a hell of a push. Yeah. For the most part. You and get some thunder thighs. I'm just I'm like, doing it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I should just do that anyway. I've realized how, Granted, I was in a car for two weeks, but uh, my legs were just fucking toast. I will say that, like, it's every, like, Austin was awesome. And, uh, like, you're, you kind of realize how integral a shop like No Comply is to, um, these, these cities. Cause, like, it's, it's a thriving scene and they got a good park, but they also have, like, dudes, like, the guys that run that who are doing the work to make sure that they get these parks and, have these resources and have the products that people want and you know it's cool and it's cool like that skateboarding is an industry that values that and like at least for public appearances supports it they do like shoe companies do collabs board companies do collabs spitfire like deluxe is great they fucking always crush it even like with covid like the fact that like mark gonzalez did shop graphic tees for local skate shops and That's gave right. the art to them and were like you know like it's gu- some gu- money yeah guaranteed to sell out guaranteed to fly off the shelf each one's a one and one yeah like, uh, like tra- traveling it, maybe this will open it up for the rest of the conversation but the, my takeaway is like traveling is is awesome because you get to go experiences these other cities and scenes and communities and spots and you know parks and everything and then it also like makes you value what it might make you value what you got at home a little too because it's like there's only a handful of places that I've been to where I'm like I would ra- I might rather be here than Long Beach mm-hmm. but that was like Barcelona or like Paris so I'm like that's kind of <laughs> apples and oranges yeah but <laughs> I mean that says a lot about Long Beach like shit <clears throat> I mean for my lifestyle Long Beach is pretty pretty great. Uh, for being a, a dirtbag uh, adult <laughs> skateboarder who won't grow up, uh, pretty pretty enabling. Skate or die, dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> you skate other places. Like, you skate down the street. Like, when I was in Salt Lake City, I was skating around the uh, downtown. And I'm like, I feel old and I feel seen, but not in a cool way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, look at this old fucking turd push- pushing around. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. Have fun with your five kids at 24. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about... I. In Orange County, a lot of the time. Dude, Huntington, I'm telling you. No, I'm well. When I skate downtown Anaheim, I kind of because like the the only other people skating are clearly teenagers. Yeah. Like clearly just starting high school. Clearly all wearing their first pair of Dickies, and like having trouble and matching <laughs> uniforms. A little too stiff yeah. going down the street. Everyone they, with I mean, Chuck Taylors. They're still stiff, but they aren't stiff like they were when we were in high school. That's true. Like you could stand them up. Yeah. In high school. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Skating Long, Long Beach is... I would. Long Beach is the skateboarding wonderland. It's Skate pretty wild. It's, yeah, it's pretty wild where you end up in life. I always very much valued skating and somehow ended up in Long Beach with really no... Fully ignorant of how thriving the scene was. And it's... Uh, it's I'm pretty thrilled <laughs> i'm pretty i'm pretty grateful i love it i've been skating so much more since living here it's nuts like going down to cherry i used to be afraid of cherry still am 
you know what I mean? Not afraid. Well, afraid of obviously like going there and being in the presence of greatness and just feeling like you got to sit down. But that, whatever it is, and this is something we might talk about later too, the willingness to like stomp that fear out of my life and go there and try to progress. I mean, it's paid crazy dividends in my skating. Like all I think about is skating now. And it's in a really positive. Isn't that what skating is though? Like just trying to do the thing you can't do until you do it. I don't know. I think not me, baby. I just do the things (laughs) that I can kind of do and just muscle through the same four tricks every single time. I think it's fun. No new tricks. Not never. It's such a, I don't know how everybody else does it, but it's just like getting the timing right on like trying to learn half cab, uh, kickflips on, uh, on the like a hip or something i'm just like i i have the motion i know the trick but like getting the timing right and learning how to like whip it around and whatever i'm not i haven't gotten it yet but i'm like it's fucking right there if i just (laughs) spent an afternoon like i'm gonna do this i just i'm just lazy and i'm just like i'm gonna go fuck around somewhere else i'd recommend for that exact thing it it reminded me so much of uh mark gonzalez who has a youtube page and uploads like all the average <laughs> the average length of a, most of the videos he uploads is like probably in the three to four minute range he's very very quick yeah i and thought they were gonna be really long no i wish they were longer but he probably did all filmed on his ipad too yeah totally it's totally him just propping up whatever on a rock or on on a curb and filming himself but um he did he has this video it's so cute where he he's like talking about this trick combo he wants to do and he's like it's a combination of pop shove it and then it shows him doing a pop shove it fakey half cap shows him doing a fakey half cap and then and a manual and a manual so he wants to do half cap manual shove it out ends up doing it but it's like he micro like makes the whole process so little it's like but you see even in him doing that little whatever shit you see how fucking brilliant he is as a skater like there is just someone i mean like it sucks that it's like so nuanced how influential he is but god damn it like i can't yeah. help it when i watch him he's like superman well we're also lucky because we got the like the like obviously video days is you know top tier yeah gonzalez but we also we came around when crooked chronicles came out so it was like fresh and we're like what the fuck is this this guy's just kind of wild and he's funny he's like running into the dude on the 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 motorized scooter and like joking around with them and like doing that weird uh hippie hop through the like ollieing but then doing a hippie jump on top of it Mm -hmm. and like you know it's not it's not paul rodriguez shit but like that fit you know that video probably wasn't gonna like you can like both, obviously, but it's like if you really liked Crooked, like Mark Gonzalez was kind of leading the the charge there, obviously. But at the but my point, what I'm trying to get to very cumbersomely, is uh, like the generation now, probably after Sergio, they don't have that experience. They just see this old dude. Crazy this, old dude. He's a might, clown. He's a clown he's like to like them, probably. Shit. Yeah, so he's, he's probably still like revered in like. Yeah, like I think kids understand that to a degree, but it's they don't they didn't experience it, so they don't Mm -hmm. know it firsthand. It's like you heard it's like it's probably like the Beatles. Like I think you know, you understand what they did, but then you're like but it didn't mean anything to me personally. Mm -hmm. Like I had no personal stake in it. Cause so like I feel like kids are gonna miss out on that and just be like, I don't really get it. Yeah, I can see that totally happening. I was gonna ask you guys what you think about his antics. Like when you do you have family or friends who are like kind of know a little bit about skateboarding that have, I've had people send me videos about, of Mark Gonzalez mm. of like his performance that he did. That one where he's like in the white suit with the yeah. black hood and he, skates through the museum. I believe the first one or the re- recreation was in Germany, but yeah, it's just like an art installment. It's him skating in a one piece Adidas suit. <laughs> it's like, he sort of looks like it would be in a, Willy Wonka, the yeah. chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. But um, I wonder, like, what do, you, what do you think of his antics? I love them. Yeah. I think he he's just doing his own thing. He's being genuine and pure, and that mm-hmm. translates. Like, I see it. Like, I'm 
that excites me to be like, oh yeah, I just love skating. It doesn't have to be this serious like. Yeah. Thing. He kind of he kind of like was the guy that took the off ramp where like Dogtown and Z Boys were like, oh, we're fucking gnarly and we thrash and we're a bunch that, of bros. Yeah, we fucking spray paint our lo- and Gons is like. Yeah, well, I'm going to tic-tac around and skip the <laughs> jazz and have fucking Willy Wonka in my part. And, like, <laughs> it was like, and draw my own graphics. And, like, he, he, like, made it. He brought, I don't know that he brought the fun, but he, like, I think he's been this perpetual reminder that it's it's not that serious. And, like, to fuck around and, like, you can have a, a dusty-ass kickflip and still be a legend. <laughs> I mean, he's still, dude, he still skates handrails. I know, he's in yeah. his 50s. He's skating the craziest boards. And, yeah, with fucking surfboards. Yeah. I know. Like, the most insane boards. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a shield in like yeah. a, a future movie. <laughs> fucking I trash can lid. Yeah. I wonder what the last <laughs> time he ever skated like a, a normal setup. Yeah. I wonder what, I would like to see him skate. The thing is too, he, he looks spry. Yeah, he's Dude, limber. Even when he falls. I wonder if he, he's ever stopped like fully skating. Because mm. he probably know. just kept going unless he's been like injured. But even then, it seems like he puts around on the in the city on city bikes and has a board around. Impromptu, Mark Gonzalez. Let's button up this because I like talking about Mark Gonzalez. So we're we. It sounds like we're pro Mark. Yeah, totally. Staunchly pro. I get his signature tattooed on me. <laughs> You have it, or no, are you going I to? Would you would if he signed me? Damn, he'd probably be happy to do that too. I mean, Mark is like for me just fantasizing about his life, seeing the because because uh, of the film stuff we've seen. Did you see that thing where they they went to his um his studio, his studio? Yeah, they went to his studio, and it's just like there's decks everywhere. There's all kinds of spray paint. There's all kinds of crazy shit everywhere. And that's all stuff I used to do. I used to I used to take my old decks and spray paint them, like not not on my own volition. Obviously, seeing all this stuff, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think I ever would have thought of doing this, and then in doing it was so, just like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like I used to. Um, it's rewarding. It's very rewarding. I used to in high school. We I had a intro to, computer class, um, which is a great class. I, I probably could take it now honestly it would be helpful but um i used to design skate graphics in class on like the most basic illustrator ms paint yeah it was exactly i used to just make the perfect popsicle stick like a really like a really stretched out oval essentially pull out the rectangle to raise the top yeah raise the bottom exactly connect. oh no that's the better one you you make a rectangle a long rectangle and then you do two semicircles <laughs> on top and that's a perfect deck right there looks just yeah. like it and then you uh create a frog graphic <laughs> <laughs> damn unfortunately yeah that's that it that it does reek of that <laughs> throw on some clip art <laughs> yeah. some stars yeah man okay, they're having fun yeah i like and him fucking nick michael is one of the most naturally the talented pe- per- people on a skateboard i've ever yeah. seen and we're back we're gonna review a couple videos and ask a question i'll ask a question Run it. Does that sound cool? Hit me with these questions. Dog. All right. The first question I wanted to ask, because the two videos we're going to talk about, um, both uh, one's Vanzi Yu um, in Camputo, and the other one is Samurai Safari, um, both kind of like Italy-based videos. And I, I asked a question because we get a, we see a lot of footage from different skate scenes, and I don't know, certain scenes are more captivating than others, but that's, you know, that's really subjective but i wanted to ask if there's like a skate scene just based on sort of the media or the clips we've seen or just from personal experience if there's a skate scene outside of the u.s that um you guys could see yourself thriving in or have thought about you know how cool it would be to be a part of like a community yeah but just outside the u.s like like you know i've i've read a lot of stuff about canada skate community i guess about antisocial really that's about it yeah but Is it good, good vibes? Good vibes up there? It seems like it. The spots yeah, think, look really nice. I mean, antisocial's got a whole family vibe, like uh, the the like McCrank and the lady that run 
run it mm-hmm. like tearing up when Brianna went pro and shit like that and Montreal's got a crazy good skate scene it's really sick like Dime and all those dudes right I fucking love Dime dude yeah Canada Canada's got a, a pretty cool scene I mean when we were younger Red Dragon was oh yeah I, I knew nothing about it saw the video and was like doing the fucking the finger thing for a week if not more my fingers didn't come out of that position for two weeks. Two weeks. They were just <laughs> so clawed up, baby. Yeah, exactly. Damn, dude. So can I would say Canada is a pretty strong contender, right? Yeah, they got a good thing going, and they all. I mean, from the people I've met up there, they all have like a really unique and cool sense of humor. Where I'm like, you guys are on a different level. I'm enjoying uh, seeing it, but like, it's I. I you know when you like wanna at, contri- like you. Have you ever been there where you're like, I want to be part of this, but I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, if I try to be, it's just not going to work. You so just I'm gotta, just going to take hand, hand on the sidelines and enjoy it. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, a lot of Canada's got uh, of that going on. So it's, I mean, it's a, it's a big fucking country. So, but they do have those, the pockets like Vancouver and Montreal and Toronto. What about you, Sergio? Anything come to mind? Mm, nothing in particular, but I just keep thinking about like skating South Bank and what that must be like. Ooh. I don't know. I don't Growing know about the like, community itself, but like, I feel like that has like big cherry energy. A little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. You, you live there, right, Adam? Uh, for a spell. I mean, not not in <laughs> South Bank, but <laughs> I could have. I could have. There are There are people that live there. There's at least people that use the bathroom there. Um, you can, you know, you can smell pretty rank on a There's hot a summer skate spot on a mm. hot summer's day. Yeah, Weird. yeah. Uh, South Bank is incredible. Yeah. First of all, that's the vibe I get. Uh, happily, happy that it was saved at one point a few years ago. Um, cherry vibes, I would say so. But what I think is really rad about it, it, it lines the the River Thames. Right there, so the scene around there is pretty fucking unique. It's gorgeous. It's it's gorgeous on many different levels. I mean, there's like um, the Globe Theater is nearby, fucking Shakespeare's Theater. Whoa. So there's a really gnarly artistic and cultural influence, and there's these insane buildings nearby, brutal, brutalist architecture. Like, and then there's fucking South Bank that's covered in incredible graffiti and honestly really hard to skate <laughs> the ground is awful and yeah. like it and looks bucked it, it's like it it mimics the never mind i'm trying to make a joke about how the pavement mimics their teeth oh <laughs> <laughs> their cobblestone <laughs> smiles yeah a little bit i mean uh, the at least the um you know the what is the fr- fucking word i'm looking for the generalization of them stereotype the stereotype thank you god i should we're probably not some, good that I don't remember the we're word stereotype. Some, we're having some brain farts today yeah. in the vocab department. Well, it's been a like week. A factory, and yeah. I still haven't figured out the the word for shipping ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know the boat that carries the ships, the yeah. stuff they the like container carrier container ship ship container. Mm. Do you? I don't know. Anyway, sir, <laughs> do you think that I want to ask you, Sergio? Do you think there's? I brought this up with April, and she mentioned that there's a probably a reason the whole reason i brought this up is because i think that as i get older i have a bias towards spots that are obviously not american or just like are in different countries there's just a whole i don't know the vibe comes off different i might be projecting honestly because i want to i desperately need a vacation Mm -hmm. (laughs) but do you think because we live here there's a bit of a like a bias of like, I'm tired of seeing this spot. Exactly. No, because I was like, when you first asked me, I thought of New York. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that's always fun because it always just looks so like cutty. Like in right. like, the theories videos and all that. Super chaotic. Very just like, what is this? This isn't even Who really a spot. This? Yeah. <laughs> like somehow you made this a spot when it's literally just like two sidewalks, you know? But so I thought of New York, I and that's why that. I'm like, oh, wow. I get I mean, stoked seeing those like weird, like, oh yeah, you can look for that stuff. Fucking Max P- Fount, uh, Palmer Fountain. Oh like, yeah. Who, is that a spot for anyone else? Really? No, it's his. Just like <laughs> th- those firecrackers down the weird waterfalls, like and, the like backside nosebone one. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a whole Jankum just did a whole yeah, thing yeah. on that. <clears throat> that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool segment. I think they should keep the the oh, spot yeah. segment. It's. 
Yeah. Uh, quarter. It was yeah. Quarter snacks. Oh yeah, yeah. They oh, do. They, quarter snacks has put out the best, some of the best shit consistently for the last ten years. I shout out like Quartz Snacks. I'm real late to the party, but I'm glad I came. I honestly. like their weekly ten. Yeah, the top ten, yeah. the Sports oh, Center shit. They fuck crush it week That's after so week. So good. That they're dude, kinda, like in his writing's really good too. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, they're kind of filling that Krail Tap void for me. Yeah, but it's it's like it's fun, but and lighthearted. But then he knows how to like he can can he can uh, convey what he's saying in like a very clear and literary way without being like pretentious and oh, like mm-hmm. beat you over the head with like too many fucking words and right. you know it's it's very accessible yeah but like That's also true. very intelligent and well well spoken or you know it's a very well crafted <clears throat> product in my I, I agree with that big time well just uh you brought up south bank england in general yeah england's nice to skate it seems gnarly i think it makes you a better skater it makes you stronger for sure. When you, ha- you fall, you're going to get chewed up. I honestly think it made my feet stronger because when I first mm. skated out there, the ground was so fucking rough that I was like, I would go home and it was like being in the water all day. I could still feel the vibrations <laughs> in my face, I swear to God. But then two weeks into it, I noticed that was gone. And then I did notice, I just felt like I had more stronger. S- stamina. Yeah, I had like, a, I just felt like I had stronger feet. Hell yeah. Um, I think obviously everyone thinks Barcelona. It'd be fun to grow up in Barcelona skating. I mean, you'd be, if you, if you follow, uh, what is it? The That's my choice. Yeah. Makba. Makba. Makba life. Yeah. If you follow Makba life, you could tell that there's a pretty high level of skateboarding coming out of Barcelona, but Barcelona always also has like a lot of, uh, expats and people living there that are not from Spain. No. Mm Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of, it's like a cheaper, I mean, I think Tyler Surrey looks like he <clears throat> lives there now or something. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, uh, cause right. like when, uh, like in, the, in high school and college, like every fucking magazine, every video, it was just like, you were so inundated with Barcelona spots and Spanish spots. And I was just so, I'm like, you go across the fucking world and you all skate the same five set. <laughs> you all skate these same ledges uh-huh. and it like drove me crazy. And then I went there and I'm like, no, I totally get it. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Everything's like the women are beautiful. The people are Jesus. incredible. Like yeah. the energy of the city is like so um, like electric and awesome. And people just party every night. And like you that go to Makba nice. and people are just hanging out until two in the morning skating flat ground. <laughs> and it's like there's people just hanging out whether they're skating or not. And you're just like, yeah. Um, I would, yeah, I would come here for sure. <laughs> I, I would, I, and I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, yeah, let's go huck down the five and then go party. And, you know, <clears throat> and it's cheap. Like, cons- cons- oh, yeah. comparatively, it's very cheap. And they take siestas? Oh, yeah. Then, <laughs> well, you got, you got to. Sold. I mean, I'm pretty much living that lifestyle. I just got to move to the place. I have to, I'm, I have to plug it in. Yeah. I mean, I, I take siestas, but I feel like it's it comes with a judgment here. Maybe less so now that the pandemic's kind of brought everyone home, and you're like, you know what? I can just not clock out for <laughs> 45 minutes. They're, and, uh, they're necessary in order to like live in this society. Yeah, <laughs> you got to shut it down because well, it's all so quick. Mm-hmm. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's your pick, Barcy. Oh, for sh- yeah, for sure. Yeah. For like just like uh environment i was also thinking china because i was just like china. marvel everything you know what about the political environment i mean you know <laughs> it takes <laughs> yeah well i mean it's yeah i guess we're getting good training here but, but like uh, just environment like of ledges to skate i'm mm, like mm, spots that yeah. sounds fun yeah and they make it happen that's for sure i mean i guess that's pretty ignorant of me to say i mean you can skating is a good way to kind of forget about the political environment yeah we uh when we were at skateboarder, we would get a lot of that. Whenever I might, we'd write an intro and we would mention politics, we would get a lot of letters and emails like, Keep I skate to not fucking think about this shit. Can uh, you just not? Well, you're like, well, this is kind of a, a timepiece, so we kind of have to address it. Yeah. Like, you know, we could just ignore it forever, but at the same time, like, you know, I think it was like when Obama got elected and it was like, my boss was like, thank God we finally got rid of that idiot. And then... Uh, Bush, not Obama. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yikes, dude. When Obama got elected, we right, were getting right, right. rid yeah. of George Bush. 
Jr. So okay. that being said, though, you do have to. I've been thinking a lot about this, and I think it like I think politically or just like the culture you live in really does influence your skating because I would say that I was thinking about this when you see a skate video from the EU or like Japan or anywhere that's not America I feel it's like it leans more towards progressive there's always some kind of craziness going on in the video there's always some sort of like new like new I don't know you just always see I'm I'm always seeing something that makes me think that's why I've gravitated to like free skate mag, things like that, because it's like, I feel like it's higher quality content as far as like the, yeah, it's less of the same old, same old. Right. So it's like some of these places have a little, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say they have it. They got it better with their citizens, but it's like, uh, what am I trying to say? I, I'm guessing it's like some of these countries that, that like kind of treat their citizens, like think of like somewhere like Copenhagen where they have like, they give their citizens so much and there's like this general, I guess what they're selling to us, like this feeling that they take care of their citizens a little bit better. If you have that backing, you're a little more carefree. You're a little more open. You're a little more creative and accepting. Yeah, if exactly. You're not just constantly worried about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and worrying about getting over on the next guy. Who's not going to take the one uh, thing of meat out of the, <clears throat> the refrigerator. Yeah, that you're not gonna get. Yeah, they. It's a especially Scandinavia. They definitely have a rising tides raises all ships mentality. It's interesting you brought that up because it's like the creativity part of it. It's like you get magenta, you get polar, you get like you are getting these like sour splintered versions of uh, of skating that's that could be like the new way that things are progressing. I mean, the when polar popped, like all the small companies and like the more artistic things like that's what kind of reinvigorated that's like around the same time as quasi (coughs) i think uh polar might have been a little before but like it it reinvigorated us out of that like uh that lull that we had where everybody was selling the big box graphics it was just like the same fucking thing with a different person's name on it yeah Yeah. so like just change the color. Yeah. <laughs> and they just like their whole, it does seem like they have an entirely different approach to it because skating is, it's still more of an outcast thing there. It's not so, maybe not in Spain, but like in Denmark or France or something. It's, it's more on, like you get a Kevin Rodriguez out of, out of France mm. or, because it's like, well, this dude's, you know, painting his nails black and grabbing his board onto the wall and shit like that. So you're getting He's a psycho dude. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, but <clears throat> you're not getting that as much here because, and there is kind of like that, like capitalist, I don't know if it's capitalism and socialism or what, but like you think of like rail skating, like nobody skates rail, like Kevin Backel maybe, but like the rest of it's like, but that's like a clip and a clip's like, that's your, that's your payout. Mm-hmm. Whereas it like, you think a lot of the European dudes in like even like the London people in the Kai video, it's like lines and flowing and Danny Brady. And a lot more flow. Yeah. Way it's like more They're flow. pushing around and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to weave this. Like you're getting a Tom Knox mm-hmm. who's like curating this whole like tapestry of sorts, you know, and that's like a fucking frou-frou way of putting it. But like I he, like it. <laughs> it's It's more curated and well thought out but it's also like still very much blue collar and it's like people can get behind it. And you're like, I don't know. Not everybody can. I've heard people be like, it looks like he really thought about that and like overthought. I'm like, yeah, that's terrible. He had a, he thought about the thing that he created rather than just being like, well, I got three minutes of footage. I guess I'll throw a fucking Sabbath song on it and put it out. Yeah. Yeah. Do a big rail. All right, I need one more big 50-50. Great. <laughs> Terrific. Something completely different. Uh, one more big ollie, dude. I know yeah. there's other gap. But like that Incomputio thing, it's like that. It was a tour video, essentially, mm-hmm. but it's curated. And it's like, well, we're going to this place where there are, is this architecture that's left over from a certain piece of time where the mob were probably just taking a bunch of money for these contracts and they didn't really care about what happened. So they just built all this shit and then left it half, half made mm-hmm. unfinished as the translation is suggested. 
but it's like, all right, we're going to go there and experience like, I like that shit. Like, that's what I liked when I worked at the magazine. Like, that's why I love, always loved marrying and that Patrick Walner dude work. Cause it was like, they had these ideas for a trip and it was like, we're going to do this with these people. And it means this, and there's something to it. And it's cool. Like, we're going to go to all the stands and skate this like leftover Russian marble, like where they built up all these plazas and this old Soviet architecture. And it's like, there's something to it. It's not just like, yeah, we had to burn through the marketing budget, so we did a tour, and we, you know, we Take did, We had to go make like make the shops think we cared about them again. So we went to fuck, you know, through the Midwest or whatever. It's like I, that curated. I like it sticks with you. It's like there's it has somebody thought about. It's like why it's like why Atlantic Drift edits are always so good because mm-hmm. it's not just like yeah we went to a place and we skated there. Here's some clips. And yeah, but it's like the way they construct it and they edit it and put it together. It's like, it's all very, con- like the thoughtfulness that goes into it is just like, that's what makes them in the, the editing and the music. It's just, and just mm-hmm. like that gelling of that team or crew or whatever you would call it. Like, that's why that's going to keep, prog- that's what's going to progress that media, that medium anyway, where it's like. We have that other thing where it's just like, all right, here's another fucking creature edit, and here's this, and like, we know we're gonna get, and that's great. You're playing the hits, but also like, we're we're gonna need a Mark and a second Mark Gonzalez, or you know, we're never gonna have another Mark Gonzalez, but like, we need other people to kind of push the needle in a different direction, or we're just gonna become golf. Absolutely so, true. Yeah. Thank you to Europe. Yeah. Thanks, so, Vanzi. You. Like. And honestly, like we, that's where we're getting the create, like that Maite girl and like mm-hmm. people like that and Pontus yeah. and like the most creative people that have come up in the last 10 or so years are n- mostly not American. Like Suchu, he's curated and well thought, but maybe perhaps too much so based on the Man You Corny clips he <laughs> keep coming up. <laughs> Shout out to at Man You Corny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, man, it is tough because I, I I didn't watch that edit that they keep bringing like clips out of, and I'm like, this is this is tough. The <laughs> this Jankum is tough one? to defend. What the Jankum one? I think so. Yeah, Where we've he, like, talked was about talking that. about Hemingway and stuff, yeah. and just like it's it's a little, it is it's super pretentious. It's pretentious. I mean, but it all on the same. You know, we're they kind of bait him into it. We're very anti-intellectual. Yeah, they totally bait him into it. Yeah. They wanted him to say all that shit. There's like this hap there's this like there's a safe space of like you can be smart, but you can't be too smart. No. So it's like But that's but that to me is uh is uh an indication of a even bigger problem. It's like being smart in our country is like Oh yeah. It's a certain certain wealth group. Like it, it it only applies to certain people. It's like they make it so fucking hard for people to, you know get that type of higher education that like means seems to mean anything like universities and whatnot. Like, come on. They're so expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. Fuck college. Fuck college. Um, all right. Let, we'll end it there. Fuck college. Fuck college. Unless you're going for architecture and you want to design the next generation's plazas and communal spaces that will facilitate the next generation of creative skateboarders. Ooh. Cause then Go to college, get a master's, get a graduate degree. Actually, what about to redo all the parks that exist? Yeah, that's that shit's. <laughs> I forget who, if there was an article or if it was just something that was talked about. But like, all that the plazas are that's never happening again. Like, they're not gonna design them that way. And if they are, it's gonna be green spaces where it's gonna be less um, inviting for. Uh, the unhoused and skateboarders and the, mm-hmm. the criminal element or like the, the lurking because like, that, that's what made love park. Like that's why skaters were so, like, I mean, gr- granted it's like an amazing, amazing plaza for skateboarding, but it's also like you got away with skating there because it was no normal people hung out there. So skateboarders came in and made it more accessible for normal people because you, they, you know, homeless people or like mentally ill people saw skateboarders hanging out and they're like, we got to go. Like they're going to, they're going to get the cops <coughs> over here. And then that's over. That's it for us. But like now architects know not to 
designed that. Like even the park across the street from Cherry, like they redesigned it to be less hospitable for mm-hmm. homeless people to hang out there. They're going to get rid of like benches but, eventually. Yeah, but to your, to our points earlier about socialism and capitalism in Europe, yeah. it's like, yeah, if you have socialism that takes care of mentally ill people mm-hmm. and you have an infrastructure that like values its citizens and wants them to get better and rehabilitate them and not be out on the street like you do is empathetic you do have you do have some unhoused people or homeless people and you know whatever out there but it's it's not it's not downtown la it's not san francisco you don't you're not uh dodging human feces and seeing like homeless people having sex acts in europe the way that you are in San Francisco or Los Angeles. It's like, because they realize that these are part of this is, these are their citizens and they need to be taken care of. So they're not just treated as this fucking nuisance that Mm -hmm. we, as we treat them here, it's like, well, you didn't pull yourself up your, by your bootstraps. It's like, yeah, but they also, you know, I, I, that's a whole fucking can of worms, but point being, well, no, it, it, you had that, that whole culture is like, they're, Europe historically has been like, no, we want out outdoor spaces where people do congregate and hang out and like enjoy themselves outdoors. And, you know, because like, like Spain has great weather, but it's like, yeah, be outside, enjoy yourself. Like that's what life is like, hang out and fucking smoke cigarettes and be at a restaurant for five hours, just having (laughs) coffee and eating free fucking uh, tapas and whatever. It's like, but we don't have like, we're so like, Oh, I can't. I I gotta just wolf down this m- shitty meal and then go to my next thing, and then I just gotta pour yeah. beer on it at the on the weekend so I don't just mute it and then rinse and repeat on Monday. We're on the clock, yeah, twenty four seven. It's just a it's a different it 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 doesn't. I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like, is this actually happening, or are we just assigning? But it does seem to be, to me, the case where it's like this bootstrap mentality, like doesn't fucking really work for the greater good, but that just makes me a communist, I guess. No, but you could, uh, I mean, you could say... Give me the healthcare, baby. You could say that it it never worked, but it's a nice thing to tell people to keep them lower than you. That's why you don't, that's why you don't give people the right to abortions because you want to keep them poor for the rest of their lives. Well, yeah, you want to keep people in control. Yeah. And it's like... Fucking bullshit. Anyone, anyone we know, I feel like who's well off. It's a, uh, it's a combination of things that they definitely don't talk about. Well, in the <laughs> in mainstream, it's no pull yourself up by your boots. It's a lot of luck. It's a oh, lot absolutely. Of, it's a lot of it's family like, oh, ties. You got born on third base. Yeah. And like, oh, well, Come you worked. On. Your, yeah, you worked that's your how ass our whole off. Shit but you is, also, yeah. You, I worked. I went to college. I worked. I got a job. And you're like, yeah. You were born on third base. You, you got, never had to. You, you got college paid for by your parents you got a job probably through your parents like or through your ivy league school that you got to go to because of your parents and it's a fucking lie it's like they dangle the carrot to make you keep working and like this idea that there's upward mobility and like yeah some people squeak through to the top and work but those are like sociopaths most of the time like they fucked over how many people you have to, to fuck top. over people. That's the name right. of the game. Like, look at Wolf of Wall Street. Like that dude, he's, but he also, I don't know how rich he was when he started, but like he's a fucking nut where he's like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be like, you're obsessed with uh, making a, an amount of money and then it like consumes you. You're whereas, obsessed with, with winning at all, at any cost. Yeah. And that's a sociopath because yeah. you don't value other people. You know, where it's like, I don't. have that value system because i like people like i like the people that i like and i don't want to fuck them over i just want to bring back the the thing you were talking about getting people involved in architecture that's a real thing there are oh yeah we need moles like we really skateboarding needs to like (laughs) this has been brought up i forget on what medium but people asked like if you have ever worked for a company and like kind of uh, messed with it a little in order to favor skateboarding. And there's people who work, there are people who wrote in who work for cities who are like, yeah, I, I kind of turn a blind eye to certain things. But this, this is... This would be a sick ledge. Th- yeah, this is well documented though. This attack on the on the unhoused in like these, they, they, they feign that they're making them more accessible to people with disabilities. Safer. It's the dumbest shit in the world. They take a chunk out of a bench 
so that someone in a wheelchair can sit on oh, the yeah. bench. And it's like, dog, they're in a chair. They could <laughs> sit wherever the fuck they want. Yeah. Like they don't need to be a part of the bench. You're just doing that so no one can lay on it. Yeah. Like putting and, the individual armrests in between. Yeah. And you know what that that fucks with us too, man. That's a that's no longer a skatable object. It's also like <laughs> who like if somebody needs to take a nap on a fucking street, who cares? Like just people care, and it's an awful thing. <laughs> it's a sickness. Hey, that's some white people caring shit. I'm like you can't be you can't be keeping. It's I don't know. It's it's, it's like, a privilege. It's thing. problems for people that w- don't have real problems. Like mm-hmm. you can't be here. It's private property. Like who is it hurting? How is this affecting your life whatsoever? The mentality. The mentality needs to change. Gentlemen, there's a lot of CO2 in this room. I think we're good. A little hot air. A little hot air. Two little four-legged creatures out. They'll give you some more. Yeah. Sergio, you got anything else to say? What did you think of today's... uh, I liked all the skate vids we watched. It was a good crop that came around. It was a good crop of videos. Yeah, it really was. Couch one? Blue couch? Blue couch. Blue couch. That was a fun video. That was an excellent video. I, Feeble grind to front shove it <laughs> to backsmith. Are you kidding me? That was gorgeous. There are some crazy clips in that. Elliot Craig. A lot of weird stuff. Headphones. How do you guys oh feel about God. wearing headphones on the sesh while dude, you're being filmed? Dude, that, I, I'm the blue sense. couch one, I was like, this dude's done. <laughs> I, I'm this. That's when I was saying... Uh, that like when it started, I'm like I'm I don't think I'm gonna like this video because that kid was wearing headphones and had just big like ass headphones, the ugliest beanies and kind of like the worst kits. Yeah, I was, I was like I don't know about this. And then like the next everybody else that came after, like the second dude, I I could not predict any of the tricks he was about to do. Oh. Like every trick he did, I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? And it was just everything was super smooth and. Like very, it was it was great. And then the th- the other, I feel like there were only three guys, but maybe they were all blending together. Um, there's definitely the last guy. I think in, there's four. Yeah, there's four guys there's in four blue guys. couch. There's, yeah, I was thinking watching those videos. A lot the, of hair. The difference yeah, between uh, long hair. I mean, the fashion, the New York, at least the ones oh, we're the being privy to. It's getting a little me wild, it's baby. It's getting crazy. It's getting like, <laughs> it's getting like I imagine that these guys are all like thrift store. Uh, you know, customers, and it's like the the thrift stores on the East Coast versus the thrift stores out here. It's like the shit you can get out there lends to those kind of wild ass outfits. Whereas mm. out here, everyone just looks like they're in like uh, the Doors or something. <laughs> it's like yeah. I think of John Dixon when I think of West Coast vintage, and then I think of all yeah. those guys when there's I think like of East three, Coast. There's like three vintage thrift store looks out here, and then over there, it's just like. Anything goes. It's a fucking blender. Anything. Yeah, it's a blend. It's kind of fun. Here's a uh, pair of overalls with a starter jacket underneath. Yeah. I forget what video we were watching. I might have been blue, the start of Blue Couch. I'm like, this looks like this person's de- like parents still dress them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're getting ready for first your picture day at third third grade or something. Uh, I saw a lot of fakey burial clips and I was not into that. <laughs> I saw so many. I was yeah, like, oh there, my God. There's there, like five. And I'm like, why? There why? were some illegal tricks for sure. New York has been pushing some illegal tricks. <laughs> why? That, Who's letting this happen? That Kyoto fucking Willie grind on that outledge. Oh. <laughs> uh, shit like that. I like, did like the Willie Willy to crook to, to fakey. That sounds, that I tight. don't know what you're talking about, but I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he do, it's just was it like a frontside one. It was Willie on a higher ledge, drop down to Crook on a smaller ledge. You lost fakie. me at Willie. So. Oh man, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. That was the only Willie. But yeah, Willie's. I don't. You know, you gotta like. It's vibing. It's jazz. It's jazz skateboarding. Yeah, sometimes you hit a sharp note. You know. Sometimes you can't do the jazz for the sake of jazz, though. You miss the note. Sometimes it's about the tricks you don't do. <laughs> Restraint. <laughs> yeah. DP season two, baby. Land, land episode one. We can go into greater detail at a later date. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to talk more things. We got a, a my crew coming out pretty soon. I'm pretty excited about with Matt Dreyer. You guys can do your research there on YouTube. Check them out. But yeah, this is season two of Double Primo. Yeah, we got picked up again. We got picked up again by the uh, 477 and a half Dawson Podcast Network. A QAnon Network. <laughs> yeah, no, not the Qs. 
They gotta be done now, right? Nope. <laughs> no, they're just nope. going underground, and they're gonna come up up uh, for air and be even crazier. Sick, sad country. I did see a Q sticker on a car yesterday. I was like, where? Uh, huh. Here? Yeah, driving down the street in Long Beach on a tan Tacoma. I mean, you gotta. And I'm driving admi- in my Tacoma, and I'm like, I don't want to be seen with you. Yeah. you. You gotta admire their never get up, give up attitude, no matter how much reality throws at them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, never yeah. give up on your your fucking. Honestly, guys, I got told that by a very drunk guy last night to never give up on my dreams. I also got told that Christian and I have mad balls. Mad balls. Yeah, mad balls, which is true, probably, more more ways than one. Why? Drunk dudes at comedy shows love to tell you how, or just drunk people, like, oh, it takes so much balls to do that, like... Or we're just stupid. I feel like it's more <laughs> takes more balls to do what you're doing to me right now <laughs> than, any, than anything like, I'm doing. I like so balls, balls he has. Yeah, I would never come up to a stranger and be like, first thing, dude, let's balls. talk about your balls. The good balls, dude. Yeah, let's talk about types of balls. <laughs> Double Primo, episode one. Like us, subscribe. A bunch of shit coming. Feels good. Um, I'm getting therapy soon, so hopefully oh, yeah. the content's going to be way more balanced. Maybe we'll get better help to advertise. And we Stickers. can double dip. We can all be in therapy of some sort. Oh, a group therapy. Group. Uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, that'll be our Patreon episode. <laughs> well, it's it's remote, so we can get like a, we'll set like a screen and we'll do a deep fake and we can all just kind of like. <laughs> I'll be your therapist. Yeah. I'll just mouth all the words he or she says. <laughs> I just say you guys can like sub in for me and be like, oh, let me tell you about this other part of my family. Let me tell you about how I don't communicate properly with my father. Yeah. All right, Ruh-roh. guys. Love Double you. primo. Catch me out every love Tuesday at Gallagher's and HB, baby. Yeah, bring your meth. We love you. Bring your meth. Bye.